I'm so glad that's a thing. Uh, look, we're on Facebook Live right now. Rick's already checked out. Uh, oh, I'm right here. All right, I'll get off my phone. I'm a dick. I'm always on my uh, Rick and Nick, which also rhyme with dick, uh, from Mexican Werewolf are in the car with me. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, What's James up? Van Osdell. This is two-thirds of Mexican Werewolf. And before we begin uh, this live stream, I should mention, you can get unlimited gigs on five lines with Boost Mobile. Five lines for $100 a month when you switch to Boost. All five lines get unlimited data, talk, and text. Uh, it's an amazing deal. Go to BoostMobile.com. In fact, visit Boost Mobile. We all crave human interaction. Go to an actual Boost Mobile brick-and-mortar place and get yourself good to go for the holidays. Do that right now. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Why not? It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van <laughs> So it is Car Con Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. The food tonight comes highly recommended from this band right here uh we are at where rick we're at vaughn's pub and grill right here okay. in uh beautiful jefferson jefferson park can you see me or can we... okay, i've driven yeah. past this place a million times i've never been in <laughs> this is what you guys are known by name here you're regulars yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so what is it about this place oh the atmosphere the food the people I'm going to go with the food and the people. It's yeah. a total Irish place. There's an Irish flag hanging there. Irish as fuck. They're, they're <laughs> Irish as fuck. We can say fuck, right? Is that cool? Yeah, we're okay. not on the radio. All right. We're on Facebook. I forgot. I mean, you're... if your mom's watching, you might have something to answer for. She I'm might sorry, be. James Van Osdell. I forgot. Look at that Chris Messer from Show Off is watching. How cool is that? That is awesome. That. I remember Show Off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love how Facebook brings people together. Look at that. Mm. Brought us together. It did. So it's a total Irish place. The bartender... The bartender slash wait person, thick Irish accent. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is legit. I saw the bottle of Jameson there. This is everything, <laughs> everything Irish. Her name is actually Sinead. Is it? No, it's not. You're making it, it up. No, I swear to God, it is. You seem like you have a dry sense of humor. I don't know if I should believe you. No, it, I, okay, you I would tell you. The well, same I might thing lie to you about four this, times. But... <laughs> All right, so let's let's bust out the Irish fare. Oh yeah, that's right. Really, on food. Who had the yeah. soup? Uh, I guess that goes I with did. the grilled cheese. It goes with my grilled cheese. Soup is great to I'm, eat in the car. I'm 10 years old, so I got a grilled cheese. Yeah, but you got a grilled cheese with brisket, right? I did. We need yeah. to show off this stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's actually way more impressive. Oh boy. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Lots of ketchup. I know. Clearly, mine came with fries. I got a corned beef. You know, now, Rick really said good. that the corned beef was a must-have. Oh my God, this is. I know it's hotter than hell. Right? I, <laughs> I just lost my fingerprints. Yeah, it's really. Uh-huh. It just steered the fingerprints off. I haven't my had skin. any since I got in the car. Oh my lord! Okay. I don't know what it is. It can't be eaten. It's molten lava. Ooh, man! Oh, oh, that's oh, my brisket mac and cheese. Please, please hold that up. Whoa! You see the steam coming off that? How many forks mm-hmm. did they give us? Brisket mac and cheese. Oh, that that's. That wow, smells so I know, good. right? That smells incredible. Oh my god! That, all right, that's fantastic. So you've got to keep that. That's you've got the hottest item. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That, that stays on your lap. You know, if only the SCTV smell of vision was real. Uh huh. <laughs> it's gonna burn your thighs like you're wearing a wire for the feds. James Van Prague. I'm trying to tag you, and I found this other dude. Not James you. Van Prague. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> yeah, right. Just a podcast in a passenger van. What is this? This looks like that's my corned corn beef. beef. Oh yes, corned beef. It's on rye, and they serve it. Uh, they don't do Swiss. What cheese do they do with the, do with this with? I can't remember. Gruyere. 
Gruyere, right? uh-huh. yeah. which is Swiss. Okay. Mm. Oh, look at that big chunk of corned mm-hmm. beef. Yeah, We're, they cut it thick here. It's pretty serious. We, and it's on the dark rye, so it's pretty... We are about to commit gluttony. All right, so Rick's food, this is... Just a basic grilled cheese. What do we have going it's on a, here? It's a grilled cheese. It's a grilled mac. It's a grilled cheese with brisket, and the cheese is Gruyere, and I believe Irish cheddar, maybe. I think, but yeah, it's really, really good and, and tasty and savory. And it might keep moving around. Is it safe to say that we've been planning this Mexican werewolf excursion for about a year now? <laughs> I guess so. Kind of for a while, because I remember you played us on the radio, radio. Like on the air. On the legit <laughs> yeah. broadcast medium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I like phoned all my friends and mm-hmm. my church group. And we're like, hey, we're on the radio. I played the John Carpenter song. Played the John Carpenter. And he just fucking played in Chicago. Did you go? I missed it. No. I had to work. I work on weekends and it's like, ugh. I love John Carpenter. I love John Carpenter. All those movies, man. I mean, right, what's, your, what's your favorite John Carpenter movie? Uh, I, I mean, uh, They Live is up there. The Thing, Halloween. You're not saying my favorite. Village of the Damned? No. Um, oh, uh, pre- what is it? Precinct? Uh, Jesus Christ, no. Escape from New York. Oh, Escape from New York. Oh, my God. Yeah, duh. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a given. Escape from New mm. I like Escape from L.A., too. Like, I know that's really? very unpopular. It is. But, I mean, controversial, I, uh... I saw that in the theater, and I was so excited, because, I mean, you know, I wasn't, you know, when Halloween came out, I was one. Right. So. Uh, Escape from New York, I saw in the theater. Okay. As a young, young boy. And I think that's why I like dystopian-type stuff. It's why I saw all three Hunger Games movies. It's because I saw oh. Escape from New York as a kid. Okay. Dystopian. Mm-hmm. We should write a song called Dystopian Movie Theme Song. And if you haven't heard, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching on Facebook Live, Mexican Werewolf, if you like, say, Bon Iver, or more com- contemplative folk-type sounds, this is your band. Oh. <laughs> okay. Clearly. Okay. Actually, no, they're, they're, he- they're heavy as shit. Um <laughs> Love this band. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day when I when I started doing, can we start eating? Please, okay. when I started doing <laughs> local music type stuff, um, the heavy scene in Chicago was kind of pushed to the fringes, kind of pushed to the suburbs. It wasn't really, by my recollection, welcomed in the city. That's changed. That is not true in the modern day. Correct? I would have to agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, the whale. Oh God, the thirsty the whale. whale. And what was that other one? The Jack gateway. Gamers was another one like. I think was that another venue. All those venues were in the suburbs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all those bands like Syndrome and mm-hmm. Broken Hope. Broken Hope, which is also it's uh, same dudes, I think. Oppressor, Macabre, of course, but Macabre is still around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a kid then, but man, mm-hmm. all those bands. I was like, I lived close to the Whale, so I got to see a lot of those bands. By the way, I have the air conditioning cranked. Oh, good. It usually gets warm in here if you get a little chilly. <laughs> you know, when you have him in the What's car, that? it just naturally gets warm. Uh-huh. All right, we'll talk more about the scene, but we're all kind of playing at our food here. Oh. I, I want to see this giant bite that Rick's about to take. I'm still, I was Did you dunk it in the soup? Oh, man, I forgot about the tomato. Oh, well. <laughs> I, think that's, I think it's too high risk for the back seat. got to be honest. Mm. I spilled the soup. This is all kind of high risk. It is high risk. All right, mm. show, that, show that fork folder, Nick. There's still oh, yeah. steam coming off this. Oh, it's hotter than hell. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to gracefully eat some of this corned beef sandwich from Vaughn's. Okay. This is heavy. <laughs> like, the, I'm somehow balancing the sandwich container in one hand and eating with the other. This is this is a challenge. Here's that word again. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Heavy. 
More things heavy in the future. You guys are heavy as shit, bro. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Now I look away from the camera. Naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys want to hear three guys chewing food? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> These are the things that get edited when the podcast finally makes it to the public one week from now. <laughs> it's really just for the visual enjoyment of our Facebook fans. Um, wow. Wow. This corned beef is delightful. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to it in the sliced form that it's in right now. It's thick, right? It's thick. It's really good. Oh, yeah. You know, the food here is amazing. I If you come here for brunch on Sundays, it's incredible. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until you guys recommended this place. Yeah, this is a mm-hmm. um, this is a really delightful spot. And I work next door, which is dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is what I love about doing this podcast. This is what I love about living in Chicago. Places like this exist everywhere. Mm-hmm. We have not found them yet. Yeah. They're in every damn neighborhood. I mean, pretty empty. It's a Monday night. I mean, not a busy restaurant or bar night, but um, really, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And this is delicious, guys. Yeah. Are we, we are going to make all gone, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's the intention. So, yeah, I got to say, like, I usually do no tomato in my sandwiches, but the tomato tonight is on point with my brisket grilled cheese. Rick Linus, I would say you are on point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He has several points. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to pick up the conversation. We'll talk more about music and John Carpenter or whatever uh, on the podcast, which will air, or air, launch, post, be publicly available on Monday. Uh, thank you, Facebook Live, for watching. This Facebook Live stream is courtesy of our pals at Boost Mobile. And uh, thank you, Mexican Werewolf. We're also going to eat a lot before the podcast picks up right? because it makes no sense to me to just piecemeal this. we got to get in there, like roll up our sleeves and make this happen. Mm-hmm. All right, so thank you for watching. Bye. All right, so you started a few years ago. Was there like a, a mission? Did you say, we want to be this kind of band, or we want to sound like this, or we don't want to sound like this, or we want this to happen in the Chicago scene? I don't know if we really had a specific direction in mind. Just kind of straightforward. Yeah, we just, I don't know, Punchy Keaton had broken up. Uh, Andy and I were desperately trying to get something new started because... Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not doing this, we're bored to tears. Right, uh, you're, hit, you're hitting the pipe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, then Rick came along, and, I mean, it just kind of just kind of organically happened. I don't know if we were necessarily aiming for heavy or motorhead or punk or, you know. Well, you said the M word. I, I would motorhead? say, like, yeah, because we, when we first started playing, our first practice... We were like, so what do you guys want to do? <laughs> we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't want to play like covers or anything. But we, I had a bunch, I had a lot of guitar riffs, 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 <laughs> and I just started playing some shit. And I told Andy, I'm like, just play it like Ace of Spades. There it is. And I was like, and that's, I was like, I mean, that wasn't the first song we wrote, but that was definitely like the 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 we kind of just found our pocket, you know. Well, Villa Lobos. <laughs> pretty much happened in the first practice that we had together is that one of the songs you're going to redo yeah yeah absolutely yeah and we i i mean yeah absolutely that's like our favorite song i think it was like our first song that we wrote and it was very just you know 
let's i i mean i remember playing with these dudes and like they're good a solid rhythm section which to me that's like the key Mm-hmm. And then like a sloppy guitar player, which is what I am. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I thought like Motorhead, ACDC, MC5, Stooges, but with High on Fire and Entombed and the Bronx in a blender. Sold. Just rock and, rock and roll. You know, uh-huh. like gnarly, ugly, dirty. Well, okay, there it know. is. There it yeah. is. Mexican Werewolf has hands down the greatest band bio. And it's a short one. It's a really a simple elevator pitch. <laughs> The greatest one I've ever read. And I'm going to say this slowly to let it sink in. <laughs> ugly dudes playing ugly music for other ugly dudes. That's it. That's the best. It's every show we've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of ladies? In no, crowd. that's not true. We've we've actually... There's a couple... I mean, my wife. <laughs> Andy's wife. The ones that we bring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nick's fiance. So you're not getting the bachelorette Andy's parties? daughters. You know, no, no. My mom. My sister. We so. thought about bringing in pole dancers. It just hasn't happened yet. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ugly dudes playing ugly music for other ugly dudes. It's self-effacing, and it's brilliant. Thank you. So credit to you. Uh, never change. Okay. <laughs> never. Don't ever change. No. Don't do not do any kind of Botox or anything. Stay the way you are. <laughs> Too late. Just kidding. Stay unhandsome. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. You're, you're both devilishly handsome. Aw, thank you, James well, Van uh, It's almost supernatural. <laughs> we do what we can. Uh, we were talking as we were eating our food in between Facebook Live and this discussion. Do you want to talk about the midget stripper? <laughs> sure. Yes. We, can, we can do that. Because, well, we're outside you know, of the bar. We have to now. Yeah. Whenever I do an interview, whether it's radio or here in the confines of my own car, I hate when the good stuff happens when the microphones are off. <laughs> Let's tell the midget stripper story. Because that's how all great stories begin. There was a midget stripper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, I, at, at Vaughn's here, uh, we had our drummer's bachelor party. I've always how, how long ago was this? This was 2010. Okay. So, a little while ago now. AD. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I've always wanted to have a little person, stripper, for any bachelor party that I've been a part of. This was the one time that I actually found one. So, this was like your bachelor party holy grail. Yeah, it really was. This was your Moby Dick. This was your white whale. You, you had to get a midget stripper. I don't know if I will ever be able to top myself. I would think that there would be an open market for that. I would think that that would be, like, desirable and there would be a, a host of options. Like go puff. You know, it's, it's probably difficult to find a little person that wants to do that. Mm. Man, you could find but, any goddamn well, person to do that. Okay, in Chicago. If we were in L.A., we'd probably have a million of them in mm-hmm. the car right now. How do I get that episode going? Go to L.A. <laughs> no, we don't we can do that here. We can do that all here. Yeah. Fuck L.A. All right, so <laughs> this was your goal. Mm-hmm. You found the midget stripper. I mean, was this something? Did he Craig, Craigslist the midget stripper? <laughs> no, I, there was a website that we used to go to for all the strippers for bachelor parties, and they just had one. That was your go-to. You had it bookmarked. Yeah, it was. It was like a godsend. Google.com. It, she just popped up on the site. She was not there before that. How so tall she was a pop-up ad. <laughs> <laughs> How tall was she? Oh God, she probably came up to about my waist. Really. And I'm about six feet tall, so she was, you know, like four feet-ish. Now, was this weird? Like, I, I picture a room full of drunk guys kind of, like, I don't know, elbowing each other like, hey, bro, there's a midget stripper in the room. 
Yeah, that that kind of sums it up. But uh, what I what I didn't know beforehand was that his future father-in-law and his father were both there. No, see, that's yeah. the worst. Oh yeah. Well, I had him tone it down so it was the bikini strip instead of the topless. Mm-hmm. But still, it was pretty ridiculous and amazing. For uh, like the next five years, every time his father saw me, <laughs> he'd. Look at me, smile, realize who I was, and then his face would drop, and he'd just kind of turn and walk away. <laughs> hey, you're that asshole. Although right. his uh, his wife's father thought that I was awesome after that. All right, and that all happened here at Vaughn's, where I had the loveliest corned beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. mm-hmm. So many great memories here. I have, like, cement <laughs> in my stomach right now. <laughs> it's not like I'm dirty. It's not light food. Fall asleep. No, it is yeah. not light food. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sleep beautifully tonight. Uh <laughs> Rick, you want to talk about the Misfits cover band? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, that's... I'm, I, wow. Uh, that's like, well, the Misfits... Okay. Fuck, now I'm nervous. The Misfits are my favorite band in the whole world. Figured. So I was very, very, like, adamant of one day starting some kind of a Misfits cover now, band. Now, when you were a kid, did you discover the t-shirts before you discovered the band? Of course. Yeah, that's how... Here's the thing. Like, I grew up, like, when I was young, like... Metal was like my first, like um, you know, rabbit hole. I mm-hmm. fell in, and then, but my bands that I loved were Metallica, Megadeth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Anthrax, uh, Slayer, and they were all wearing you know, punk T-shirts, hardcore right. T-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, Met- everyone in Metallica had a Misfits or a Samhain shirt. You know, Megadeth had Fear shirts, Slayer had Dead Kennedy shirts. So I was just like, well, you know, the, I want to. You know, you're. T- I'm ten, and I want to know what my hero is like. Uh-huh. And you know, I just did my homework, and and then all of a sudden, I was like, I had a bunch of Misfits cassettes that I shoplifted from the Music Land, and uh, <laughs> I was like, on my way to becoming this like kid that was really, really into like punk and hardcore as well as metal. And yeah, the Misfits just became my number one band ever, and I still love that band. My son loves their songs. My really, how yeah, old's your son? He's gonna be three and his favorite song is skulls there it is okay. yeah he looks like danny from the shining yeah, he looks like danny from the shining it's fantastic and he does the red rum thing which is adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so as an adult yeah you said well that was the thing i was never like here I, I was never in a band like when i was in my teens or even 20s like i was i was like you know uh, you know if i ever do a band it'll be just for fun and like i just want to do this i don't ever want to like tour or whatever and then, like, some friends were like, hey, we want to start that Misfits cover band you've been talking about? And I'm like, fuck yeah, and we did it. <laughs> and we played our first show. Well, that was before we started, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I remember that you guys came to see us when yeah. we were talking. Punchy Keaton. Right, because Punchy Keaton was still a thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Violent World, my Misfits band, played at Cobra Lounge. And then you guys saw us, and you're like, okay, he can whatever. He's not shy. So, <laughs> and then like after that, that's when we started Mexican Werewolf. But like, yeah, I, I try to like the guys in the Misfits cover band, like we try to do that every Halloween. We just did it again this past mm-hmm. Halloween with the dudes from, uh, 80 fingers, uh, Dan precision, his mi- minor threat band called major threat. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Wait, were the miserables on that one too? Yeah. Yeah. They played as green day, Joe Mizzy and the miserables. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then this band Rosaries, who uh, Werewolves played with a few times, um, was the uh, they played as Black Sabbath, and that was really cool. Um, and yeah, that was that was actually a really fun fun Halloween night. So you guys are nerds. 
huge nerds. Yeah. You know? you and ever, I'm not ashamed at all. You ever spent a lot of time with Mystery Science Theater? <laughs> no. And I and I'm not I just never it was never I was too busy reading Wolverine comics and Oh, I get that. I get <laughs> you that. know, I wasn't The only reason I yeah. asked they, there was one Mystery Science Theater where they did a werewolf movie. Okay. And it was this really shitty low budget foreign film and the woman star of the movie kept saying werewolf instead of werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot ever since I saw that Mystery Science Theater, I cannot hear the word werewolf without thinking werewolf. So I'm here with Mexican werewolf. <laughs> Is that like Benedict Cumberbatch saying penguins? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, so Wolverine Comics. Yeah. Punisher, Ghost Rider, X-Men, all that shit. So you're a Marvel kid. Yeah, I, with the exception of Batman. Um, and I was, I'm was i a big Batman guy. Like, uh, I, I'll, for the Oh, record, yeah, look at that. I'm wearing a Batman He's got a chest piece of the Joker. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is like old school, like Bob Kane type logo. Oh, I know. It looks like you've had that shirt for a long time. Uh huh. Because yeah. I go way back with Batman. Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right. So, Mexican Werewolf, uh, you're going to be working on stuff in the new year. Yeah. Then we'll be able to see you live again. For serious. Yeah. And now this show is on Monday the 14th. 14th. No, Monday the. I'm so bad at this. Monday the. <laughs> carry the one. I was right. Uh, <laughs> hang on. 20th. 20th. Monday the 20th. Wow, it's only a week from today. This is how this is terrible. Uh, the 20th, Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? It's family stuff. I got two families. Yeah, my fiance's birthday is on the 24th. So doing a bunch of stuff with her family on the 24th and the day before. Thanksgiving, of course. See, my yeah. birthday's on the 28th of November. Oh, man. Every several years, my birthday falls on Thanksgiving. And I hate Thanksgiving. Oh food. man! Ah! Oh. So this is my one chance, every several years, to not have to eat turkey and stuffing. Last time it fell on my birthday, it was barbecue. Nice. I was, I was doing brisket and uh, hot links and pulled pork. Like fuck you, pilgrims. That's that's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. My fiance Sarah always demands a ham when it falls on her birthday. She doesn't want turkey. She wants ham. Because turkey is the blandest meat. It really now, is. it can be done well. Like yeah. there was one year I smoked a turkey and it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. better than other turkeys. Spatchcock that bitch. Yeah, man. <laughs> as, as you do. Hey, Rick knows what I'm talking about. Are you both man BQ? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you both man I love how you said that. <laughs> so are you guys both? Uh... I just had the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I was, I guess. I guess I am. It's like the mob. Like, when you join, you're, like, in for life, even though you're, like, I'm on a hiatus. But, speaking, yeah. <laughs> speaking of the mob, kind of, sort of. I'm really slow to television. I, I find I don't have enough time to watch TV. Um, episodic television just seems overwhelming to me. And I just, I don't, you know, I have kids. I, I don't have time to watch TV. I'm the last guy in America to start plowing through Breaking Bad. I thought you were going to say The Sopranos. No. <laughs> or Stranger Things. <laughs> um, I just saw this movie they call The Godfather. And oh my God, like I, I kind of want this interview to wrap up so I can go home. I'm on yeah. season five. I'm, I'm so close to the finish line and you guys are impediments. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we can tell you what happens. No! Okay. <laughs> so wait, what Okay, what was the last episode you watched? Uh, it was Dad? the first episode of season five, but I, you know, I just okay. recently finished season four, which was hit or miss. There, was, there, were, there have been scenes or moments throughout the series that are absolutely indelible, like just killer visuals. Oh my God, yeah. The greatest one I saw so far was the bomb strapped to the wheelchair in the yeah. nursing home 
Gus walks out. It looks like he's okay. And then you see half his face was blown off. Fucking incredible. Oh, my God. And then I realized the name of the episode was Face Off. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. But that was one of the most visually striking moments of any TV show I've ever seen. A lot of people say that show should have ended there. Like, that should have been the last episode. Because I'm wondering. I I feel like... We got to talk then when you're done. And I realize... How exciting is it to talk about a show that's been off the air for four years or whatever uh, in 2017? I'm the last guy to talk about this. It's already been talked to death, but it's all new to me. It's all fresh to me. It's It's so good. It's great. But yeah, that moment, holy shit. That was... was And then what follows, like when they're like, spoiler alert, everyone in TV land. um, It's like when they're like, like tearing the whole uh, lab down Mm -hmm. and walking away from that. It's just got this fucking, like... Lethal Weapon Miami Vice bro thing going. It's like <laughs> amazing, yeah. Because it's just like I honestly was was like this 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 if this was it, yes, it'd be the greatest television show in the history of television. Yes, season five is great. Though. Okay, so okay, yes. All right, and you know what else is great? Mexican Werewolf. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now nah, we have a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, all right, we'll look for new music from you guys in the new year. Uh, thank you for coming out. Thank you for suggesting this place. Thank you yeah. for hanging out in my car. And I, th- I think you guys are, are super cool, um, cooler than this car deserves. So thank you for being part of this. Thanks for having hey, it's us. It's been great being here. Yeah. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast and thinking, hey, this isn't bad, please tell a friend. Uh, that's how this sort of thing grows. Uh, Carconcarne.com. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram, uh, Twitter. There you go. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having us.